Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. Well, I, I learned something. And it's sharing time. And I am uh, ever appreciated. Uh, I do appreciate God for all that he allows me to learn in my life. One of the best lessons I've learned is that hardship teaches you some great lessons. Challenges brings about some of my best results. I think what I'm trying to say is in every challenge and hardship, every setback, I've learned something so, so valuable. So here's here's what I've, you know, I've known this, but I've just learned it at a different angle. Appreciation and gratitude is the key to having more. Now, I don't know how that sounds to you, but I, I can't tell you how true it is. God being fair and just as he really is. He really is. He's a fair and a just God. What's most beneficial to us is he happens to be full of mercy and grace. And I'm telling you something, man. I've probably benefited from his grace and mercy more than anything else. I mean, really, man, if it wasn't for him just forgiving me and then for him just 
touching my life the way he has, I mean, I'm not, I'm not here in this position today. I'm just not. But a funny thing has happened along the way, even to you if you look at it. Is that your genuine appreciation and gratitude has been the key to you having more for your continued blessings and for making room for heaven to open up and pour out blessings that you don't have room enough to receive. If you look at it, see God being a fair and just God, which he is, why would he put more on you than you can bear? If you've noticed everything that's happened in your life, if you're still here, you've made it. You know, forget how rough it was, got that, but you made it. Forget what it sent you through and it how it made you feel. You made it. Now, what makes people give up and you hear about people committing suicide is they leave the God out of their life. And they start allowing that other voice to control. And if it's really true that God never puts more on you than you can bear, as long as you stay connected to God, you can get through anything. But you lose that connection. You lose that communication. You lose that relationship with him. If you're not having a relationship with God, then who you having a relationship with? Now, it ain't ain't but two forces at work at all time. It's good and evil. It's positive and negative. It's God. It's Satan. Now, this, this is at work all the time. So, If you're not being positive about everything, you leave room for negativity to step in. If if you're not trying to be righteous in your way, then you allow evil to step in. If you don't work on your relationship with God, come on now, look who you letting step in. So now I'm, I'm asking you to understand that God never puts more on you than you can bear. Okay, now that we got that clear, that's a fact. Okay, now with that fact in mind, let's go over this right here. Why would God, being as just and merciful as he is, put more on you than you can bear? Example, if God is giving you blessings and all you're doing is complaining about them, you're never showing any appreciation or gratitude about it, why would he give you some more stuff to be ungrateful for? Why would he give you some more stuff to complain about? Why would he give you some more stuff that you would not show any more appreciation for? I mean, this thing is real simple, man, ain't it? If you think about it. So a lot of times, man, when I was going through my positions of not having and and wondering and all like here, I ended up checking myself and going, man, I'm not even showing any gratitude or appreciation for the things he has done for me. Start showing some appreciation and gratitude because it's the key to having more. It's the key to continued blessings. It's the key to the windows of heaven opening up and pouring out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. It's the appreciation and gratitude of what you already have. As minimal as it may appear to be right now for you, it is still what you have. But if you've shown no no gratitude for the minimal, why would he give you the maximum? I mean, I'm just really just trying to put it real, real simple. 
so I can keep understanding this thing right here. So let me give you an example in my life. I had gotten so busy at one point that I had began to complain about how busy I was. This is true because I, I am busy. But it ain't the busy part because I asked to be busy. You know, I asked God to give me opportunities and to make a way for me. Well, in that, you got to do something and you got to get busy. But I, w- I began to complain about the busyness and how busy I was. And I noticed that a couple of things slowed up for me. So I had got to the point where I wasn't showing real gratitude for it. Well, I looked up and a couple of things started slowing down. And then I had to catch myself. And I went, wow, man, you have got to start embracing the fact that you are this busy. Embrace the fact that what all comes along with it, because to whom much is given, much is required. You got to start embracing the requirement part if you want to continue with the giving part. So I changed my attitude. I caught myself and I started thanking him and showing real gratitude for how busy I was instead of complaining about how busy I was. And then guess what? It opened up the windows of heaven and some more blessings got poured out. It just works that way all the time for everybody, for me, for you, for everybody. So listen, y'all, again, your appreciation and gratitude is the key to having more. Your appreciation and gratitude is the key to continued blessings. And your appreciation and gratitude is the only way that you can get those windows of heaven to open up and pour out these blessings that you won't have room enough to receive. You got to act like you're glad for what you got in order to get more. You feel me? (laughs) Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your undivided attention, please. Yesterday, I opened up a show with a throwback, and it felt so good to me. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to. One, two, three. When you think of love, got to get it on your mind. Yeah. Come on. When you think of love, mm-hmm, gotta get it on your mind. Ha! Yeah! When you think of love, gotta get it on all over your mind. You know, that real bad lounge singer that threw that extra on there for no reason. <laughs> Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, singer. You are, yes. Uh, Carla Pharrell. All right, I looked up at the ending. Okay. Yeah. Junior. <laughs> morning, Uncle. Morning, everybody. Sing it, fool. Nephew Tommy. Top, top, top. Let's get it. Hey. Well, yep. Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New day, same president, same foolishness. Oh, don't worry. I mean, man, you know what, man? Seriously, this has been four full years of foolishness <laughs> and I'm lies. Complete and utter BS, man. Mm-hmm. I ain't never seen nothing like it. I've mm-hmm. never seen another country do this that's supposed to be a powerhouse, a great nation. I'm, yeah. It's the most embarrassing dude. And these ignorant, and I'm going to say it, man, 
Uh-oh. Ignorant Republicans mm. who are actually believing that this election was rigged just because this so-ass loser said so. <laughs> now, you didn't believe that, too. You got mm. to be as gullible as his ass is stupid. <laughs> well, if they believe that, then they didn't win either then. Yeah. Some yeah. of their, some of their uh, mm-hmm. seats, so to speak. But See, why is he only the mad? same ballot? Yeah, and he's only mad where he lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where where that's he where won, supposed, it wasn't That's where you're going to be mad at, sir. Happy to be mad with you. I mean, man, he ain't said nothing about nothing. Alabama, uh-uh. Mississippi, Louisiana. <laughs> he didn't even he thank him. Ohio. <laughs> yeah, he didn't say good or bad. Nothing. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Wow. He mad happened. now. Because more black people voted for Biden than Obama. Here's what this man don't understand. What's that? We voted for Obama because we loved him and wanted to see history made. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We can't stand you more than we love him. Wait, what? Say that one more time. We can't stand you. More than we love him. <laughs> See, so he gone. That. See, believe he that. gone. See, so who yeah. we loved is gone. Uh-huh. All we had to do was turn our fury against somebody who has shown us nothing but but hatred and, and disregard. Uh-huh. So now we got a chance to slap somebody back. We slapped your ass right out the White House. Ask the CLO coming up right after this. Or Steve. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Steve's favorite segment. It's called Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, the CLO, as the nephew calls him. So I have to ask you, CLO, are you ready? Yeah. All right, let's get it. This one is from Sugar, like her name, Uh Sugar in Austin, Texas. Sugar says, I'm a 30-year-old engaged woman, and my fiancé used to be my boss. When we first started dating, he said we should keep things between us. We got more serious. I got a new job, and then he proposed. My old co-workers found out we are engaged, and they had a fit. One of my former co-workers told me that she used to sleep with my man. My fiancé admitted it and said it was a mistake. He said, I'm the real deal and the woman of his dreams. So why didn't he tell me this before we got engaged, huh? Mm-hmm. Why Why would he? <laughs> Volunteer information. Wait a minute. Do you understand? <laughs> the rule is when you're sleeping with a worker or their boss, you keep it undercover. He kept it undercover because it wasn't nothing to it. Mm. Now they done found out that you got an engagement ring. Now here she come want to notify you. And now you mad at him. What you mad at him for? Everybody got a pet. You slept with somebody before you met him, sugar. All right, man. <laughs> oh, okay. Hello. Right, you ain't told him. Mm-hmm. You ain't told him everybody you slept with, sugar. <laughs> sweet, mm. sweet sugar. <laughs> Come on now, sugar. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Real sugar. <laughs> See, that, that ain't the name that's on the birth certificate. You earned that name. Come on, sugar. <laughs> and how did you earn that name? Oh, oh. Because you heard it more than once. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we're moving on, I think. Uh, Carrie in Dothan, Alabama says, 
Uh, my husband is a firefighter, so he sleeps at the station when he's on duty. Sometimes when he's away, we do a little freaky deaky stuff on FaceTime. And the other night we were on FaceTime and I had just gotten out of the shower. So I rubbed lotion all over my breasts for him. I noticed that my husband's battalion chief was watching too, and I quickly hung up. My stupid husband told me it was no big deal because they share pictures and videos of their wives and girlfriends all the time. Whoa. All the time, right? Five along fire here. I've been withholding sex to punish him. He says I'm overreacting. What do you think? Well, what? dog, I don't, I don't see how you, the wife is up for uh, sharing right. photos right. or anything right. else. Right. I don't, not the wife, dog. No, no, I'm not even somebody your your fiance, somebody you seriously dating. I don't understand this. What y'all doing down at the fire station? How much free time? Maybe you need to go home. Stop sleeping down at the station. They need to wash them <laughs> trucks. Huh? They need to do something. No, what is y'all down there doing? Ain't y'all got a grill outside? Some awesome going on around here. I've been watching all kinds of stuff. Ain't y'all got a dog y'all can train down there or something? <laughs> y'all got basketball in yeah. the back of the thing. Ain't y'all got something? Y'all grease the pole. Can't y'all have yeah. sliding contest? <laughs> But what are you doing? Take all the grease off that pole, see who can climb up the pole the fastest. Y'all need to find Lighting something to do, man. Oh, y'all yeah, showing your terrible. wife rubbing lotion on her breast. That's terrible. That's terrible. What? It that's really wild. is. And it's not a picture or a video. It's actually your wife doing this in real time. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. You overreacted. No, I'm not. You sharing pictures of me, your wife with another man. What's wrong with you? Mm. That's okay. why she got off the phone. That's why she hung up in your face. That's why. That's why you ain't had none in a minute. Yeah. That's why Ooh. she's been holding sex, withholding it from you. Yeah. I don't, I don't know no black people do it. Right. I, I got nothing. I don't know no black people do it. I don't know white people do it. I don't know no white men to do it with their wives. I don't know where this came from. Yeah. But at your job, you're taking, you're letting all your coworkers see your wife. That, that's Man, craziness. That's crazy. It's craziness. That's it is. Take it that really water hose is. out and roll it back up. Find something to do. <laughs> Dog, for real. Y'all ain't that friendly. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. All right, so we're moving on. Sonia in New York says, I'm a 53-year-old female, and I'm dating a great guy that's 17 years younger than I am. He's a millionaire, and he spoils me with the best of the best. He's never been married because he's been focused on his career. Recently, he told me he wants to spend the rest of his life with me and wants to have a child before he's 40. He doesn't know my real age. Uh, when we met, I told him I was only four years older. I'm afraid of losing him over this, but I can't keep the lie going any longer. How do I break the news to him? Lord Babe, Jesus. Babe, sweetie, <laughs> sweetie. She's not that old. First of all, fix your voice and quit sounding like you for it. <laughs> sweetie, sweetie. She's 53. <laughs> listen, listen, I can't keep this up any longer. <laughs> this is just too much. Now, I know I told you I was four years old. Just listen, this is my real voice. I know I told you I was four years older than you, but as you can tell, as you can very well tell. By the voice. I am much older than you. Now, I didn't want to say this to you, uh huh, but I was classmates what? with your mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Now listen to me. Me and Geraldine, I've been knowing Geraldine. Let, boy, quit crying. Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a bigger punk as your daddy is. <laughs> That's what your daddy said, because your daddy was sleeping with Geraldine and me. You ain't know that either. Oh. <laughs> And so, so she tell him about this that? Is, listen to me. <laughs> what is you tripping for? It's been good. <laughs> now, the only thing we need to... Listen, we can't have no cheerers. Oh, <laughs> Of course not. Yeah. I said cheerers. Uh-huh. Well, what you want me to say, children? And what, then yeah. you'd know I was 40. <laughs> <laughs> You're not, we can't up. have no cheerers. <laughs> this gig is up. <laughs> <laughs> and I still take penicillin. All right. Uh, thank you, CLO. Uh, coming up next, <laughs> Nephew Tommy and Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news. And in entertainment news, Halle Berry is responding to Lisa Ray about the suggestion that Halle is bad in bed. Tommy. What? Uh-uh. No, Lisa, <laughs> Ray. No, Lisa Ray. I love you. But what you're not fixing to do is start talking about Hattie. Now, that's what you're not going to do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll talk about no, these stories not, uh, at the top uh-uh. of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here. I need here. Lisa Ray's number. We're not going <laughs> to. Matter of fact, I got her number. We're not going to do this. <laughs> to run that prank back. What you got? But I now? apologize, Hattie, for anything Lisa Ray said. That, that's, she's out <laughs> of line. You don't speak for Lisa Ray. <laughs> You don't you, you don't talk negative of Halle Berry. You don't do that. You can't that even speak no to her. You couldn't even say hello when you were this okay, close to I her was at, shy. on the okay, plane. I, I, okay, I choked when I seen Halle, Halle Berry. Berry. I choked. I got that. Okay? But there ain't nobody going to sit here and be disrespectful to her. Now, that's not going to happen. She, she has I'm a new man, what? too. Van Hunt. All right, let's like go. like martial arts or What you got? What you got now? Uh, uh, uh. I've been taken aback by Hallie. I'm sorry. <laughs> Media ministry. <laughs> Media ministry. Let's go. Hello? Hello. I'm, I'm trying to uh, reach Dre. Andre? Yeah, this is Andre. Hey, uh, Dre, you the person that runs the uh, the media at the church. You over the sound system and everything and all the, um, the the screens and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. I work with the church. Okay. Uh, how long you been at the church, man? I've probably been at the church for like five years now. About five years. Okay, okay. Listen, my name Doug, man, Doug Newsom, and uh, I haven't I haven't joined the church yet, but uh, I've been coming because my cousin, you know, my um, uh, my cousin them go there. They've been going there for quite a bit. My my cousin, uh, uh, I got I got one cousin that's in the choir, uh, Latrice. You know who Latrice is, right? Yeah, yeah, I know the Latrice. Doug, you you ain't a member of the church yet? No, no, I'm not a member of the church yet. But you know, I I've been in there. You know, I, I'm liking the service and everything. So, you know, it's just a matter of time, you know, uh, 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 when I feel like I'm, I'm ready to actually join. But I, 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 I ain't going to lie, man, I, I'm calling you because I got a, a bit of an issue about uh, about something I've been noticing for the last three weeks that's been going on in the church. And I wanted to, uh, you know, I had to ask around who was over the media uh, yeah, mini- yeah, ministry. That's yeah, that's, that's what's you. What's going on, man? Okay, so, uh, man, I, I, I don't know what's happening. Uh, and, it, and, and I ain't gonna lie, I gotta be real with you. It pissed me off. But uh, for the last three weeks, you know, uh, when my cousin get ready to sing, you know, I don't know why when she get up to sing that the mic just go out. You know what I mean? The mic just go completely out when she getting ready to sing. And I'm like, what? What? This don't make no sense, you know? 
So, Doug, man, I ain't been. It's not like I'm timing it. I don't know. I mean, we don't have the best equipment at the church, you know. Uh, we just, we just got to work with what we got. Right. I mean, it's not like I'm sitting there trying to single out your cousin. Sometimes the mics get a glitch, man. But see, but see that, but see that's my problem though. The problem I'm having is the glitch happening every single time my cousin get the mic. You know, that's that's the problem I'm having. I'm like, okay, so every time Latrice get up there to sing, then you know the mic go out. I didn't came three weeks straight. I, I ain't heard my cousin saying nothing yet. So I, I, I'm calling you, bro, on, on you know, on some real man-to-man stuff, just letting you know, bro, I'm coming to church again this Sunday. I'm coming. Now, if Latrice might go out again, hey, dog, somebody going to get the ass whooped. You going to bring that energy to church? I told you, man, it's just a glitch. Ain't nothing I could do about it. Okay, what, what, what I'm saying, though, bro, what I'm saying is this right here, though, and I'm being as real as I can with you. If, if if Latrice might go out on Sunday, immediately after that service is over with, somebody getting their ass whooped. I don't know why you calling, threatening a member of the church, man. Like I said, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I try to keep everything running cool. You know, I try to keep it running smooth. I can't tell you when a glitch is going to happen. It's electronics, man. It's old equipment. Now, I'd love for you to be a member of the church with us, but I can't. I mean, why are you calling up here threatening me? Hey, bro, because because I, I done came up there three times. Three times I done came up there to see my cousin sing, you know. My cousin been singing since we was kids. We all love to hear her sing. We love her voice, you know. We we, we you know we grew up listening to Latrice sing. So what I'm saying, I'm going to say this here, though. And I done said it, I done, I done said it twice already. I'm coming up there Sunday if, if Latrice might go out. Bro, let me just cut you off real quick. Ain't no way that you're going to come up here and whoop nobody's ass. Man, that just ain't going to happen. Like I told you, it's a glitch. But you ain't coming up to the church talking all this shit and then going to whip somebody's ass. That okay. ain't going to happen. Okay, so I see where we at now. So so let me just go on and direct it this way. So let me say this. From Doug to Andre, from me to you, I'm, I'm letting you know right now. Come Sunday, if if Latrice might go out, not, not know somebody, I'm whooping your ass, Dre. I'm whooping your ass. If the damn uh, mic go okay, out. Okay, first off, ain't nobody whooping my ass, especially no punk ass dude named Doug, all right? He ain't gonna come to the church and whoop my ass. That gonna happen. Okay, what 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 make you think you can't get your ass whooped, Andre? What makes me? You over here threatening somebody over here with the media? You want to come test these hands and come test the hands, man? You know what? Matter of fact, when y'all next rehearsal, I can just come on over there then. You come on over there, man. Why don't you come over right now? I'm over at the church right now. Oh, so you at the church right now? I'm at the church right now. Okay, bet. Okay, okay right bet. Now. If you okay. want to catch this, no, 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 no that's the cool. Parking lot. That's cool. But no, you no. gonna need the church after you don't get this. Okay, hey, 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 Bob. Tell DJ and then we finna go to the church, dog. No, no, tell him we finna roll up there to this damn church. Okay. Come on. Call all up. Call all up. Now you finna get your ass whipped, dog. So you done pushed up on the wrong one, now. You done pushed up on the wrong one. So all, all this little shit you talking, cool. You finna have eight dudes come up there and whoop your. Right, right now, talking on that shit. so Dougie, you can bring Johnny, you can bring Billy, you can bring whoever the fuck you want, but it ain't gonna happen. Okay, okay, cool. In real talk, Doug, you done call me talking all this bullshit, how you about to come up here and whoop my ass, and now you need like seven, eight other guys. Back in the day, we used to just handle this one on one, and now you want to come up here talking all that shit. You gonna bring every cousin you got in your house? If you want to do this, shit, man, come up here. Let's do a one on one. Oh, 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 you, you scared or something? Ain't nobody scared, but you talking that you whooping my ass. Now you want to bring up every disciple you know, man. 
You know what? Bring whoever you want. Just don't bring nobody you want back because I'll put you all down. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you this here. I'm going to bring Tommy with me, and Tommy going to be the one that's going to act a damn fool with you. I'm telling you that right now. Who the Tommy? So you don't know Tommy? Nah, I don't know Tommy. Okay. Do you know Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Are you kidding me? Ah! Calling this number. Hey, man, Latrice got me the prank phone call. You matter of fact, the whole choir is in on this, and they know that I am pranking you, Drake. Man, now you got me done turning up on the radio. Man, now I got to go ask for forgiveness for all that smack I don't talk. Now come Sunday, I'm turning everybody's mic off. Okay, man, I got to ask you this, Drake. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? You know it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And yo, Tommy, if I could turn your mic off, I'd turn that <laughs> off, too. <laughs> All right, nephew, thank you. <laughs> Coming up at the top, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In entertainment news, all right, Tommy, listen up. Halle Berry is responding and laughing off negative comments made by Lisa Ray regarding her sex life. Lisa Ray made a comment about Halle's sex life while on uh, Fox Soul's Cocktails with Queens with her co-hosts Claudia Jordan, Vivica A. Fox, and Selena Johnson. The comments made uh, centered around the reputation of Halle not being great in bed. When Lisa Ray was asked to clarify whether she was insinuating that Halle was a bad lover, Lisa Ray said, That's what they say. That's what I read. That's what I heard. Hallie then retweeted an article that covered the Cocktails with Queen segment and wrote, Miss at the Real Lisa Ray 1, ask my man Van Hunt. He'll tell you all you need to know. And then she, Mm. you know, ended it with a crying laughing emoji. Uh... (laughs) Hallie's sex life has been a hot topic recently after earlier this month she revealed that she had her first orgasm at age 11. 11? What? Well, uh, dog, I didn't know what the hell was going on at 11. Okay. I'm going to yeah. tell you right now, I was sitting what? there trying to figure out. That's kind of early there. Uh, I was trying to figure out what was early. wrong. I, I have Why the, uh, am I sitting here watching this Elvis Presley movie? feeling this way. That's what I was trying to absorb and work through. An orgasm at 11. That's what uh, Hallie said. Mm-hmm. But anyway, how how Lisa Ray know that Hallie ain't good in bed? What the, where that's coming from? What is Hallie, this? What Lisa, Lisa Ray heard. said that's what she heard and that's what she read and that's oh, what they that's, say. That's, that's what Lisa Ray said. Who is yeah. they? You know. Them streets. Yeah. Them I ain't never the, heard that. Well, I ain't in the streets so I ain't never heard <laughs> The streets just because she heard talking. it doesn't mean anything. She yeah. Oh. Yeah. And, and Hallie took it well. Hallie, Hallie joked about it herself. She, yeah, she's asked mm-hmm. my man. Ask, Ask my man. My He'll man. tell you all you need to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Van Hunt, then. Hell. <laughs> you hate <laughs> You hate yeah. you. At least he got us. Hell. But, but look who's very quiet, though. <laughs> you hurt. I just don't like it with somebody <laughs> talking about her. <laughs> Crying for. I just don't like it when people start talking about her and being disrespectful. Who is her? What Halle Lisa, Berry? What? Halle Berry. What Lisa Ray was doing is very disrespectful. <laughs> slander. It was slander. It's slander. It's, 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 it's just, you're just wrong. You're just not a good person. You're not. Don't do that. What? 
Oh, man. Tommy, it's and not true. And if Hallie is listening, it... I apologize for somebody speaking about you like that. Is this wrong? <laughs> Pull yourself together. Oh, man. Well, Hallie I wonder why so he was good. so quiet, Carla. <laughs> because she's a good person. <sighs> All right. Can we move on now? Because there we have something else to cover as well. Uh, get you a tissue. I know. <laughs> Cardi B. Okay, we're moving on, nephew. Cardi B has apologized. (laughs) Dry up. Uh, Cardi B has apologized after making some tone-deaf brags about a big Thanksgiving celebration. Uh, Cardi was criticized for getting 12 kids and 25 adults together to celebrate Thanksgiving. Even though it seems she appreciated the quality time with family, she understood the criticism and tried to address people's concerns by speaking to the safety precautions she took. She said, sorry, my bad. I wasn't trying to make anyone feel bad. I just had my family in my home for the first time and it felt so good and it uplifted me. I spent so much money getting everyone tested, but it felt worth it. I wasn't trying to offend anyone. All right, we're moving on. There you go. Okay. Time for uh, today's headlines. How about Thank you. Man. Let's, let's go to Miss Ann, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. But the news, well, yippee, the first doses of Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine have arrived in the United States. It's here. The vaccine produced in Belgium, flown over here. It's in a storage facility in Michigan. Health officials say the minute the government says it's okay for use, the shots can be rushed to wherever they're needed. The Centers for Disease Control meets today, a panel from that anyway, from the CDC, to discuss who should be first in getting it. Most likely hospital and other health care workers also at the top of the list, adults with underlying conditions, people over 65 years old, also folks who work in grocery stores. By the way, the federal government has also launched something called, get this, Operation Stolen Promise. It's aimed at identifying, preventing the production of bogus vaccines. That's the world we live in. There have now been two other confirmed election losses for Donald Trump. Yesterday, Wisconsin officially certified Joe Biden as the winner of the presidential election there. And Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs announced that a recount shows Joe Biden won more votes than Trump in her state. And contrary to what Trump claimed, she says there was no evidence of any shenanigans. Of those 3.42 million ballots cast, over 88 percent of them were cast early, which provides more proof that Arizona's ballot by mail system works. There's been another case of a white man shooting and killing an unarmed black teenager, supposedly for loud music, this time in Oregon. Authorities say that 47-year-old Robert Paul Keegan is under arrest. Uh, Police say Keegan's totally responsible for the murder of Aiden Ellison because he had a gun and he just wanted to use it. There was no reason to murder the young man. Eight years ago, another white man shot and killed an unarmed black teenager. That time, it was in Jacksonville, Florida. You may remember this case for supposedly playing loud music outside of a convenience store in the parking lot. That white man is now serving a life prison sentence. By the way, the American Medical Association has now declared racism to be a public health threat. And for its victims, the AMA says it causes mental health issues like depression and anxiety, poor physical health like diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease and kidney disease. The American Medical Association has now pledged to confront systemic racism and also police brutality. According to TMZ, doctors say that the original James Bond, Sean Connery, died of respiratory failure brought on by pneumonia. And they also say because of his age also, uh, that also factored into how he responded. The 90-year-old Oscar winner died on October 31st. And finally, today is National Courage Day and also, appropriately enough, Rosa Parks Day. 
We honor all of those who had enough courage to stand up and put their lives on the line. Many lost their lives. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. A lot of things going on. You know, it's still very political in uh, the state of Georgia because of the Senate runoff races. And uh, did you have a special message to the voters in Georgia? I do. Mm -hmm. What is that? I got a message for y'all. And I want you all to understand something. That we've got a little bit of unfinished business. Because we want to send a clearer message to president that just nothing was fraudulent about this election, that it's real. Now, for those of you that still doubting that your vote works or not, I don't know what more proof than you need than to watch in real life time as the votes came in from Detroit, Milwaukee, Atlanta, and Philly. And we all know who stay there. Get your <laughs> ass down there and get in line and vote. Sick of this. It's one of the most important elections that we're going to have. We can win two Senate seats and send a clear message to Trump with a pardon gift. Go get in line. If you look, if you can stand in line to get in the club and you done spent your damn rent money, you can stand in line to vote again. Yeah. <laughs> just get on down there. If you can stand in line at the Best Buy to get that big-ass TV that don't fit in your little-ass car, then you can go get in that line again. Okay. Yes, yes. If you can get in line at that damn DMV to get your driver's license in your baby's name so you can stand in line again. Repeat. Sick of this here, man. If you done been in that damn line at the Red Lobster to eat them damn biscuits that you know you don't need, go down. Good, get though. your ass in the voting line. Uh-huh. The cheddar uh-huh. biscuits is what's happening. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm Standing mad. in line at the damn Cinnabon place. Get your ass in the voting line. <laughs> at the mall. <laughs> All in the mall. Just back up around the corner. When they're hot, they're good, though. You standing in line outside the beauty supply place. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. You get out of line and it don't help some of y'all. Get your ass in the voting line. <laughs> Even if you've been in line. Because if you don't stand in line again, Uh all the stuff you like to stand in for will be gone. Oh, you got you deep. got deep with it. Oh, mm. oh, oh. Okay, he closed that. Standing, standing in the line, standing. Countdown is on for Georgia Senate. Standing race. in, in the, the line, standing, <laughs> standing in the line. Yeah. Oh, go on, get your ass in line. <laughs> Thank you. Coming up 34 minutes after, we'll talk about this story involving a black restaurant owner in Texas right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A black restaurant owner in Dallas, Texas went off, I mean really went off, on a section of mostly black women after one of them got up in their booth and twerked. And now the black restaurant owner is getting dragged and some people are applauding him while uh, also defending his actions. The incident went down at a joint called True Kitchen and Cocktails. It opened just about five months ago when the well, owner- That's a nice place. Is it? Nice. Is it nice? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's owned by a black guy. His name is Kevin Kelly. Um, multiple women got up and danced on their chairs against a glass wall. Take a listen. I invested a lot of money 
into buying this building, into developing this concept so black people can have somewhere nice to go to, okay? Somewhere where we can feel good about ourselves as a... Come on, stop the music, please. Somewhere where our people can feel good about ourselves as a culture, okay? Yeah. No, no, real talk. And so all this twerking and taking the prime, taking the pink, don't bring it here because we're a restaurant. And so beyond that, 75% of my customers are ladies. And I'm on men to show respect for themselves for how they carry themselves here. So how can I tell the men to respect themselves and you guys are twerking on glass here? If you want to do it, you can out my restaurant. Because I did it for our people and I did it for our culture. So don't do it, no, don't do it again. I don't want to hear it. If you don't like it, get out because I don't need your money. I need to pr provide something for my people. And don't do it again. Thank you. I'm not All mad right. at him. That was the black restaurant I'm, owner in Dallas. I'm one hundred kitchen and cocktails. Look, it's really? a restaurant, man. It's not a place to twerk. You know, man. And uh -huh. like he said, he wanted to have somewhere nice for black people to go. And mm -hmm. then it's always somebody gonna mess that up. Go to the club, Magic City. Go to strip club. You want to twerk? Go anywhere, man. Why are you in this man's establishment? There's kids coming here to eat. There's people yeah. coming here to eat to have dinner. Everybody, everybody don't think your ass is fine. Somebody want to see all that? <laughs> okay, enough. Uh, a lot of people did not like uh, Kevin's tone. They felt like if it's a restaurant, it's bumping music, it's serving booze, it's promoting itself like a club that's ripe for dancing. So that's what the ladies did. They got up and danced. He eventually apologized uh, for using profanity during his speech, but he says he's standing his ground on the twerking. So, you know, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I, you know, it's, what you say, Junior? You know, there's it's a lot of things going on, you know, running the restaurant, man. You know, it's hot in that kitchen, you know, so mm -hmm. you get a little stressed and everything. You know, they had just had a grease fire. Could have been a lot of reasons why he went off like that. I ain't saying his tone was good. You know, I, mean, <laughs> I didn't like his tone. Whatever. I mean, it, it, I didn't have it. a problem with his tone. It's his really? place. You know, it, it no, I don't. But look, man, hey, listen. Do you know what people have to go through to open up businesses? What they right. have to go through to get the loan, the 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 all the permits, the what licensing. Man, do yes. you know what you got to go through to have this man? And then you you have a vision for what a place you try. So what you playing music in that? It don't mean you got to stand up, put your ass up in the window and start twerking. This ain't I think a strip they club. This place. Yeah. I yeah. think mm -hmm. it's disrespectful mm -hmm. of the other customers that don't pay. People come in there to eat. They don't come in there to see you twerk. He, if he hired dancers for twerking on the tables, that would be different. That was do nothing on the menu. Do you think they would do that at a, at, a, at a white establishment? Do you think they would boy, do that? Boy, boy. No. Boy, be out of here so, so fast. I ain't got no problem with his tone. I support the brother. And look, man, you know what? We got to stop with all this. This is our freedom mess. We we are a people who are steady trying to climb. We okay. steady trying to climb. We can't have nobody stopping the climb. Uh -huh. You don't know what this young man went through to get his place. And and maybe he don't want to see it. He said, I don't need your money. Right. Well, he, he said tried that he to have has a, a right nice, to refuse I, service. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh -huh. I didn't like his does. tone at first until I, I didn't like out. his tone. No, Wait a minute, Carl. Until I found out that was his third time over there. Now I understand the tone. He fed up. He fed oh, up. That, that was his third been time over there asking before. them to stop talking. Now I understand uh -huh. why he got the tone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. But I've been, I've been around something. a lot of twerking. I, I know bet how, it I know was it offensive is. to some of the other Absolutely. women, though. Mm -hmm. I can mm -hmm. promise you it the was. The twerking or the, t or the tone? The twerking, the twerking. was oh, offensive yeah. to some of the other yeah. women. You don't know True if this man got a wife or not? In Dallas. No, I 
I don't all right. condone the behavior. It was just uh, his tone. This man the might tone. have a wife. The tone. We got to go. Uh, coming up next, nephew prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, why do good guys always finish last? Hmm. Uh, wow, we'll get into that. Uh, but first, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Get a drama sum. Okay. Give the drama sum. Let's go, cat dog. All right. This is musical. <laughs> you the drums. Hello. I'm trying to meet uh, Rich, uh, 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 Richie. Is he? Hey, Richie. How you doing? You the um, drummer for the for the band? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. What I can do for you? All right. You also the the guy that that, that you manage. You the manager of the band too, right? Correct. 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 What's up? Okay. All right. All right, we want to book you guys for, I think it's going to be in February. Mm-hmm. All right? All right, February 16th. That's, yeah, uh, yeah. My, name is, my name's Carter. They told you I was going to be calling? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. We're going to go through a little check minus list here and make sure we're on the same page and we got everything's Gonna be good that night, but I hear you guys. You got. I'll tell you something. You guys come highly recommended. You know that, don't you? I appreciate that. We know that we we the best yeah. band out there. Yeah. So it's all good. Sounds all good. Sounds perfect. All right. Now let's talk about money, because that's always the most crucial thing to talk about. Now you guys. Sounds good. Uh, you guys are supposed to be what about what thirty five hundred, from what I understand. Correct. All right, and how many how many hours do I get you for thirty five hundred? So what time are we starting at? We're gonna start at we're gonna start seven, probably seven thirty, you know, get that okay. get that thing jumping off about seven thirty. I think that's gonna be good. Yeah, we could play till like I guess for that ten o'clock. Seven thirty to ten. Okay. Correct, yeah. I'm I'm gonna tell you something. They not gonna get going good till about ten. Okay. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this to you right now. You think you guys could probably go to midnight, maybe twelve thirty, if I if I make that thing a nice five thousand dollars? Sounds good to me. We could definitely work with that. You can work with that. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll accommodate. It's gonna be an awesome party. We're gonna we're gonna bring a few. Okay. All right. We got that out of the way. I tell you what. I think the main thing that we haven't gone over is we haven't gone over the songs, and that's what. That's what's going to be important for this showdown. Now, you, 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 can I, you got a pen and a pad? You can write this down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll write it down. I'll write it down. Give me a second. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Do what you got, baby. All right. Yeah, yeah. I got, all right. I'm ready. I just want to be clear. You you guys, when you go, when you guys go do gigs, you do have people that want certain uh, uh, songs. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, usually, yeah. If you got a request, definitely let us know. We can accommodate. All right, all right. Well, here we go. Uh, here we go. I, I want you to write this down. I got, I got some that we got to make sure this is going to be doing the height of the party. Here we go. Okay. Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. Okay. Okay. Tennessee Whiskey. That's Chris Stapleton. You know that. Okay. My kind of party. That's Jason Aldean. Hold on for a second. Is that country music? You. Right, that's country music. Well, that's that, 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 that's everything we gonna do. Everything yeah, we yeah. gonna do that Saturday night's gonna be country yeah, bro, music. Bro, I, bro, you... bro, I gotta tell you right now, man. 
in R&B. That's our specialty. Did you not know that? You're, you know what I'm saying? We, we played in R&B. You did not know that? Okay. Uh, no, I, 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 all I know is you guys come highly recommended. They tell me you guys can sing any thing in the world. All I know is I want some yeah, daggum country. I want some daggum country music going on around here. I understand now, that, but you know our specialty is R and B. That's our specialty. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not like we're trained monkeys where we could just learn something new last minute like that. You know what I'm saying? That's now, a now, now, genre. now, now, let's let's get let's get one let's get one thing understood. You're the person that said monkey. I ain't said about no. Yo, monkey. yo, I'm just no, I'm, no. Yo, I, I you better chill. Yo, right? And you know that we're an R and B band. That's our big thing. That's what we promote ourselves as. Let me ask you something, Richie. Let me ask you something. Now, now you, 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 do you not, do you not want to make the five thousand dollars that you and I have already negotiated? I don't like being disrespected, though. You know what I'm saying? And no, I, no, I, nobody's disrespecting you, you at all. You're disrespecting. Uh, we're an R and B band. We don't f with country. You know what I'm saying? Hang on here, Richie. You got something against country music? I have no problem with country music. It's just that we have a full horn section. Which doesn't really work with country music. You know what I'm saying? We play R and B. It's not our genre. You well, know what I, mean? I got I got what you're used to doing, but if I don't hear uh, 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 "Let Me See Your Girl" by Cole Swindell, then, then that, that it ain't gonna work for me. I gotta get that. I gotta get "Slow Burn" by Tim Hicks. I got to get all my rowdy friends who are coming over by uh, Hank Williams. Jr. I mean, yo, you know what? Wait, 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 wait. Kevin over at the bank is telling me that you guys can sing anything in, in, in the world. Now, I know you ain't telling me that Kevin's lying. I mean, he maybe he should have told you explicitly what we do and what we play. You know what I'm saying? I've never met anybody in my life like playing problem playing Garth Brooks, Chris Stapleton, Jason Aldean, Brooks and Dunn, Blake Shelton, Cole Swindell, Lady A. You gonna sit here and tell me you can't play none of these songs? I want you to get on the stage and sing these songs that we won't go. We ain't got time to find another group. Everybody's you know booked what? up I don't, now. I don't give a about your stupid party. You know what I'm saying? I, you came to us to play music. And then we told you what we do. Hang on, hang on. You know, right now I feel like I feel like we had a standoff at the <laughs> Mo okay Corral. What the? <laughs> all right, all right, uh, all right. Let me let me talk to my band, all right? Because this is going this is going unnecessary too far. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we could make it work. All right. Well, let me let me let me ask you something. Is is is, is Dre the bass player? Yeah, correct. Okay. Can I tell you something about Dre? What about him? Trey got me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. You just got pranked by your boy in the band, Dre. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn, damn, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. Okay, I got to ask you something, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> You're the drummer, son. Come on, baby. I love drummer, him. Son. I know. We're strictly I like the country R&B. Ass dude. Yeah. <laughs> we knew like you'd like him. Ass, yeah. I, uh, I tell you what, you know, I don't hear Tom Hicks. And, uh, man, I. 
Garth Brooks and <laughs> get that Chris Stapleton in there, buddy. We had a standoff at the OK Corral. <laughs> Boy, that brother, he had to laugh then. He went, oh, OK. I, I didn't want to be clear. You the one said monkey. Yeah. Man, I said, God, dog. Don't Play dog. too much. Yeah. Where is this going? <laughs> Let's just be clear now. You the one brought it up. You're Not the one me. that brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, man, catch Tommy. the nephew every Friday night. You can catch me ready to love on the own network. Uh, that is Woo! nine. That is nine p.m. Eastern, eight Central on the own network. Ready to love. Last resort. We're on a resort. 20 singles looking for love. And I am. I'm the coach. I'm Cupid. I'm the host. Yeah. Pick me out. Every you Friday thing. on own. Thank you. I try. That's our show. That's I know. Show. It really is. We love that show. I can't wait for the reunion. Uh-oh. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You need an order. Come right on. Uh, hey, hey. Is it a way that I can, like, uh, binge watch it? Yeah. Just go uh-huh. on, yeah. on demand. Uh-huh. Yeah. On demand. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking to your remote. <laughs> yeah. Just learn how to do that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you, nephew. Strawberry letter coming up. Subject, why do good guys always finish last? We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Attention, Georgia. Attention, Georgia. The countdown is on for the Georgia Senate runoff dates. Please request your absentee ballot right now if you haven't already registered to vote. December 7th is voter registration's deadline. After that, you can't register anymore. December 14th through the 31st is early voting, and we always early vote now, don't we? And then January 5th, 2021 is Election Day. Now, we want to vote for Reverend Doc. Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff, okay? Come on, Georgia. We got to do this. Finish the job. Yeah, Finish the job. Come on, mm-hmm. on George. We yeah. got to get it cranked up, man. Yeah, we do. We absolutely do. All right, and uh, now we got to crank up on the strawberry letter. It is time. Uh, listen, if you need advice, okay? on uh, relationships, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here. Buggle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, why do good guys always finish last? Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 49-year-old black man, and I met a 39-year-old black female, and we hit it off. She told me she'd just gotten out of an, of an emotional, emotionally abusive relationship, so I wanted to treat her extra special. She told me that she wasn't used to men being honest and reporting in to her throughout the day. I thought that it may be too much for her to handle because she has major trust issues, but I stayed with her. I was happy to help with her bills. I even paid her rent for two months when she got in a financial bind. Then the drama started, and she started comparing me to her old boyfriend. She expects me to dress a certain way, and she always criticizes how I get my hair cut. It's clear she's accustomed to bad boys, and that's not my style. The more I did to help make her life easier, the more disrespectful she got. When school started back, I told her I could pick up her son daily and keep him until she got off work. 
Um, he's 12 and she doesn't want him staying in the after school program because of COVID-19. I work from home, so I was trying to help. She had a fit about it and darn near accused me of indecency and wanting to spend time with her son. I didn't like it one bit, but after a day or two passed, I could see where she was coming from. I've been with her for 10 months, so I thought it was cool, but my bad. I talked to my pastor about my relationship, and he said some women, some women don't know a good man when they see one, and she's one of them. I wanted to show her a different way of life because she's a beautiful woman. My pastor advised me to walk away until she gets help. What do you think? Should I let her go? Um, yeah, I think you should. Uh, I, I appreciate what you're trying to do with her, but um, why continue to put yourself through this, really? Uh, I think your pastor's right. She doesn't understand that she does have a good man. Uh, your intentions are good, but unappreciated here. Uh, and, and do you know how many women would love to have a, a, a man, a good man like you, who helps them out financially, helps them with the kids, and the big one, one who's honest? and who checks in and does all the things that you say you do, uh, you're not over there lying and cheating. Uh, if you can't get her to reset and reevaluate you and this relationship, I just think, you know, she needs to realize that this is what she should want, although she doesn't want it. You say she wants a bad boy. Then, yes, I think you should let her go and stop wasting your time. Steve? Hey, man, look. I got she may be beautiful, but something wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, some people can't let go of the past, and which prevents them from, from having any type of future. How many times have I said on this radio show that you can't drive your car looking in the rearview mirror? Oh, How many times have I said that? Hundreds. And this woman right here, now, she got a problem. Now, she told you she, she wasn't used to men being honest and reporting in to her throughout the day. Now, you 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 thought that might be a problem because she wanted you to be honest and reporting, and you ain't had no problem. You give it a try, and you know she got some major trust issues, and so you stayed with her. Now you're helping out with her bills. You paid her rent for two months when she got in financial trouble, and now the drama started, and she started comparing me to her old boyfriend. Here, here where we got to uh, start mm -hmm. thinking about getting out, dog. If she was in an abusive relationship, emotionally abusive, and wasn't getting treated right, she expects you to dress a certain way, and she always criticizes how I cut my hair. Mm. If you like the way he dressed better than me, and you liked his haircut better than me, why don't you just go back to his abusive ass? Whoa. Mm -hmm. See? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, this is what non-abuse looks like. Right. This is oh, what non-abuse wow. right. dresses like. Right, right. Now, if you want the same old, same old, then just go on back into it. But this is what non-abusive looks like, and this is what it dresses like. Now, it's clear she's accustomed to bad boys, and that's not my style. Well, let her go get another bad boy. See, some people ain't happy, man. Some people don't know how to That's move right. on. Mm -hmm. Some people are so accustomed getting treated bad that they think it's the norm. It's what President Trump has been doing to this country. He done mm -hmm. lied so many times to these Republicans that they accept it as the norm. Now, he says it's a fraudulent election. Guess what? Now, everybody believe it. Let right. her go 
and feel how she want to feel. She like bad boys? Go get another bad boy. I'm not the dude. I, this is how I cut my hair. It's a haircut. I like a part in my hair. I got to go to work. <laughs> All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, why do good guys always finish last? We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. Why do good guys always finish last? Why? I don't know, man. I consider myself a good guy, bro. I'm doing all right. So I don't think that's true. I think some good guys end up with bad women. That's what I think. And that's what I think happened in this letter to this 40-year-old man, met a 39-year-old female, hit it off. She was in an emotionally abusive relationship, so he went out of his way to treat her extra special. She said she wasn't used to men being honest and reporting in to her throughout the day. You know, thought it might be a little bit too much for me, but then she went on and tried to give it a shot. Cause, you know, he went on and tried to give it because she got some trust issues. But I stayed with her. Then you helping with her bills and everything for two months, and she got in front of her. But then she started comparing me to her old boyfriend. She expects me to dress a certain way, and she always criticizes how I get my hair cut. Like I said, your abusive boyfriend dressed a certain way and got his hair cut a certain way. Well, this non-abusive man dresses like this and gets his hair cut like this. That's what makes me different from him. Now, if you want the same thing, then go on back over there. It's clear that she's accustomed to bad boys, and that's not my style. The more I did to help make her life easier, the more disrespectful she got. See, see, dog, listen to me. She one of them women where she ain't she ain't happy unless there's some drama going on. Mm-hmm. I, but I know people like that. Uh, they, oh, yeah. They yeah. just ain't happy unless some mess is going on. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to leave well enough alone. Mm-hmm. They don't do none of that. They they just they just gotta have some junk going on. So when school started back, I told her I could pick up her son daily and keep him until she got off work. He's 12. She don't want him staying in the after-school program because of COVID-19, so the bro tried to help out. I work from home, so I was trying to help. Now, get a load of this. He tried to help. She had a fit about it and damn near accused me of indecency and wanting to spend time with her son. That's a lot. Hold up. I didn't like it one bit, but after a day or two passed, I could see where she was coming from. Hold up, man. Hold hold, 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 (laughs) At what point do you see where a woman coming from that is accusing you of being indecent with her 12-year-old son? What what did I do? Oh, I see where you coming from. We was hugging. What? (laughs) No, dog. This is, again... Now, I don't know if her abusive relationship before included something with her son. Oh, well. And then you might have a problem because maybe something abusive happened to her son. And if that's what you're talking about, then you can see where she's coming from. Okay. But once Mm -hmm. again, bro, we ain't talking about you, though. We ain't talking about you. So now, I've been with her 10 months. I don't know how the hell you done done this for 10 months, though. Ain't no way in hell. So I thought it was cool, but my bad. I talked to my pastor about the relationship. He
He says, some women don't know a good man when they see one. That's true. I want to show her a different way of life because she's a beautiful woman. My past advised me to walk away until she gets help. Do you think I should let her go? Run, dog, run. Yeah. Dog, get out of there. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. Everything you do, she got a problem with. You try to help with her son, she got a problem with that. You dress a certain way, she got a problem with that. You get a haircut, get the little part put in your head because you're square. You know, she got a problem with that. She don't like nothing you do. You help her with her bills. She mad. You sitting up here. She wants <laughs> some drama in her that? life. You know, y'all just walk in the house, start cussing one day. She'll go, oh, my God, I love you. <laughs> oh, baby. I love you. <laughs> no, see, bro, listen to me. Your past is right. Mm-hmm. Until she gets help, walk away. Because, bro, you finna blow another 10 months. I got she fine. But remember what somebody's grandmama told me a long time ago. What they say, Steve? I don't care how fine a woman is, there's a man somewhere sick and tired of her ass. I don't care how fine she is. Mm. You can believe that. I don't Mm. care how rich a dude is, there's a woman somewhere don't give a damn about that money. (laughs) Ain't many, but there are some women somewhere that don't give a damn about that. (laughs) Said, we just say, okay, dog, it's, it's women to sit up in there and whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, man, I, I would get on out, man, and go on and find yeah. you somebody that appreciates yeah. getting treated That's well. Right. That's right. Plenty yeah. of women out there will. Well, I wish I would off take care of you, little punk ass boy, and then you gonna accuse me of something. Well, let his ragged ass stay down there and get the coat. <laughs> yeah, but there, no, Steve. But there are plenty of women who would. Him plenty, plenty you plenty. got frustrated, Steve. Yeah, I, got frustrated. I know he got mad. <laughs> mad went down here talking about so she don't want him to catch a cold. Well, I let him stay in my house. You want to see my son? Boy, nobody want to see this little hard head boy. I'm trying to help you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. man, skip that. Yeah. I ain't, I'm not. I'm He's not going to continue to see bills. nobody that accused yeah. me of being decent with a little yeah. kid. Man, let me. You better get out of there, dog. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, let us have it. Here it is, Sports Talk with Junior. Boo. Okay, Shirley. Uh, Why you booing him? Boo. Come on, Junior. <laughs> no, nah, boo, because yesterday in sports he didn't mention, you know. Yeah. I know that Cleveland Browns won again. There it is. I don't see oh. some, you know. That's all. <laughs> Cleveland Browns won again. <laughs> you know. We know. And, and what, uh, what how many is, is the Texans' record? Oh, we <laughs> eight and three. Three, three. We won. Wow. Seven. Yeah. Three, oh, y'all the reverse. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. eight and three. Y'all three and eight. Yeah. You know what it is, huh? Oh, <laughs> I just oh that's why you ain't want to mention it. <laughs> oh, but this is this is crazy though, because uh, look, Mike Tyson fought Roy Jones on Saturday. Okay, now over the weekend, there's already talks of another possible fight of Ike Tyson, and y'all ain't gonna believe this. You said Ike. Ike. You Ike. You said no, I said Ike Iron Tyson? Mike Tyson. Uh, no, you okay. didn't. No, you, you said didn't. Ike. You said Ike. Uh, you okay. meant to say well, he Iron hit, Mike. He, okay, well Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. but he, okay, he fight because I'm uh, but, he fighting. But he, he hit like Ike feet. Turner. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you thought it was? No! <laughs> no, it's not what I thought it was. Uh, but possible fight against Evander Holyfield. Yeah. Holyfield fought, Tyson fought twice back in the day, back in the early what? 90s. Yeah. 
Yeah, he Holyfield said he gonna get back in the ring with the same person who bit the ear. I'm holding my ears right now. Yeah. Whoa. Is he gonna is he gonna be high again like he said he was? I don't know. Well, the night Saturday. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, Holyfield nah. won the first fight. Holyfield, nice man. He is. Holyfield, yeah, he is, nice. Man. He was a great champ, man. Left round, he beat Tyson left round the first time, TKO. Then he won the second fight against Tyson where he was disqualified. Tyson was disqualified mm-hmm. for biting the ear. Mm-hmm. But Holyfield said, come with a price, though. This third fight, he going to fight Tyson. Holyfield said he's not getting the ring unless it's $25 million. At least. Oh, come to, on, Holyfield. What? <laughs> he's trying to pay off it. some debts. That's what I he love can. it. I love it. <laughs> $25 million. Yes, but get your money. It used to be purses that Big though, secure remember? the bag. Yeah, yeah. Twenty five million. I whoop Holy Field ass. Twenty five million. I tell you, I get in there and whoop Holy Field behind. Yeah, no, you'll try. Really? Your ass yeah. will be sleep just like me. <laughs> 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 Twenty five million. Holy Field right out. Back in yeah. I don't know why were, oh, you yeah, jump yeah. in sports. 20, no, no, no. I like boxing, but twenty five million, million now seems like a lot. Oh, surely the big yeah. fights. Mayweather? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Well, Mayweather. All right. Thank you, Junior. Coming up, uh, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending political news, President-elect Joe Biden announced his communication staff. And guess what, guys? Girls rule the world, baby. It's an all-female team. Don't you love it? Yes. 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 Communicating directly and truthfully to the American people is one of the most important duties of a president. The statement was taken as a rebuke of the Trump administration, which, of course, has been criticized for attempting to spread untruths. Just call it what it is. Spread lies in the White House briefing room while slamming the media for fake news. So there you have it. The girls, the ladies, the women Mm. will be on the communications team. I love it. Shout out to Simone Sanders, Sanders. Queen, Go Queen. Yes, Yes. that is our girl. We love her. Love her, love her. Take Mm -hmm. your victory lap. Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. ma'am. She helped him get in there. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Um, Yeah. In other news, I'm sure you guys have heard about this. President-elect Joe Biden twisted his ankle on Saturday. He was just playing with his dogs. On Saturday, twisted his ankle. A day later, doctors determined that he suffered a hairline fracture or hairline fractures in his right foot. He's going to have to wear one of those orthopedic walking boots, boots for a while. Several weeks, actually. Yeah. Okay, he got to sit what? down to January. Nothing can't happen to him. We need yeah, him but to who sit would, down. Who would think hey, that would happen what? just playing with your dog? But I've never seen, but check this out, man. Huh? Have you seen a picture of Trump playing with a dog? Trump playing with his grandchildren, the grandkids up at the White House talking to Donald Trump, anything. Have you seen any sign of affection with Donald Trump and his wife? Only person he kissed in the mouth is Ivanka. Mm-hmm. Well, Don't you know, Melania like slammed that hand away every time. <laughs> every time he tries no to grab touching me for. <laughs> Lambs that had away. Put Get away from me. Is... <laughs> 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 that relationship got to be over. Yeah, but no. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, the lame duck uh, president is still in denial about the election results. He also threw the Justice Department and the FBI under the bus yet again, claiming that they haven't done their job by investigating his unfounded claims of voter fraud. Uh, ain't his boy at the mm. head of the DOJ, Bar? Bar? Oh, uh, Attorney William General. Barr? Mm-hmm. He's the head of DOJ. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but it's over. You're in (laughs) denial. Yeah, we're not counting no more. Get them boxes in there. Let's get them filled up. You're fired to the left. Everything you own in a box to the left. Let's go, baby. This stuff off this nightstand. Let's get that bathroom out of there. Let's get just get mm-hmm. get all these toiletries. We don't need nothing in there. <laughs> all, <laughs> all, all these McDonald wrappers. <laughs> what is all this orange stuff in this medicine yes. cabinet? <laughs> <laughs> what is all this saff in here? <laughs> he do with these golf balls in this bed? (laughs) (laughs) Man. Man. Do y'all think he's going to refuse to leave, though? I hope he do. If he do. I hope he do. I hope he do. It'd be great TV. I hope hope they put him on a forklift and bring his ass out of the forklift. (laughs) No, I want him to go in with mace, twist ties, all of it. But come in, Mr. President. Step outside with your hands up. Get on the ground. Get on the ground. That's what I want. I want the whole thing. Yeah, you want flashbangs and everything in (laughs) there. He says after the electoral college uh, confirms everything, then he'll leave. That's what he said. But he's told Uh like a hundred million lies. Do y'all think he's gonna show up for Biden's inauguration? No. No. Are you kidding me? He's too petty. He's such a sore loser. And Biden doesn't want him there, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, just give me my Bible so I can take my oath. Let's go. Let's get get it it cracking. Yes. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending stories coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Any guesses on the word of the year? You know how Merriam-Webster, the dictionary, reveals a word of the year. Any guesses on what that word might be this year? We've said COVID. it a lot. Everyone Entanglement. said it a lot. COVID. That's, That's a good, a good one. one. What'd you say, Steve? COVID. That's very close. Pandemic. That's close. Yes, 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 yes. Pandemic. It ain't the, the F-bomb. The word pandemic is not just technical, but it's become general now. It's probably the word by which we'll refer to this period in the future. Uh, other buzzwords like quarantine, asymptomatic were runner up, runners up. So there you go. Pandemic, oh. quarantine, I thought uh, sugar, honey, iced tea was real big this year, too. <laughs> yeah. You got yeah, more words. What else lot. you got? Yeah. 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 I, heard, I heard that a lot. If you could describe this year in one word, what would it be that you can say? Sugar, honey, uh, sugar, honey, ice, uh, tea-ish. Like blackish? Like sugar, honey, sugar, honey, ice, tea, tea, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hey, man, it's been like, I've really had a blessed year. 
Uh-huh. To be honest, with all jokes mm-hmm. aside, I had a blessed year. I, I mean, had some struggles standing. in it, yeah. but still standing, man, and I'm grateful. So, and there Grateful you go. is the key. Grateful That's is it. the key. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In entertainment news, all right, Tommy, listen up. Halle Berry is responding and laughing off negative comments made by Lisa Ray regarding her sex life. Lisa Ray made a comment about Halle's sex life while on uh, Fox Soul's Cocktails with Queens with her co-hosts Claudia Jordan, Vivica A. Fox, and Selena Johnson. The comments made uh, centered around the reputation of Halle not being great in bed. When Lisa Ray was asked to clarify whether she was insinuating that Halle was a bad lover, Lisa Ray said, that's what they say. That's what I read. That's what I heard. Hallie then retweeted an article that covered the Cocktails with Queen segment and wrote, Miss at the Real Lisa Ray One, ask my man Van Hunt. He'll tell you all you need to know. And then she, mm. you know, ended it with a crying, laughing emoji. Uh, <laughs> Hallie's sex life has been a hot topic recently after earlier this month she revealed that she had her first orgasm at age 11. 11? What? Huh? Well, uh, dog, I didn't know what the hell was going on at 11. Okay. I'm going to yeah. tell you right now, I was sitting what? there trying to figure out. That's kind of early there now. I was trying to figure out what was wrong. I have. Why the, uh, am I sitting here watching this Elvis Presley movie feeling this way? That's what I was trying to absorb and work through. An orgasm at 11. That's what uh, Hallie said. Mm-hmm. But anyway, how how Lisa Ray know that Hallie ain't good in bed? What Where that's coming from? What is Hallie, this? That's what Lisa, Lisa she Ray heard. said that's what she heard and that's what she read. And that's oh, what they that, say. That's, that's what Lisa Ray gospel. said. Who is yeah. they? You know, Them streets. Yeah. Them people, they, I ain't never the, heard that. Well, I ain't in the streets, so I ain't never heard <laughs> The streets. But just because she heard talking. it doesn't mean anything. She yeah. Doesn't mean nothing. Oh. Yeah. And, and Hallie took it well. Hallie, Hallie joked about it herself. She, yeah, she said, ask mm-hmm. my man. Ask, ask my man. My He'll tell man. you all you need to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Van Hunt, then. Hell. <laughs> you hate him. You hate yeah. Junior. <laughs> At least he got him. Hell. But, but look who's very quiet, though. <laughs> You hurt. I just don't like it when somebody <laughs> starts talking about her. Crying for. I just don't like it when people start talking about her and being disrespectful. Who is her? What Halle Lisa, Bear? What Halle Bear? What Lisa Ray was doing is very disrespectful. <laughs> slander. It was slander. It's slander. It's 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 it's, it's just you're just wrong. You're just not a good person. You're not. Don't do that. <laughs> what? Oh man, Tommy! It's and not if Hallie true. is listening, I apologize for somebody speaking about you like that. It's just wrong. <laughs> Pull yourself together. Oh man, well, Hallie I wonder why so he was good. so quiet, Carla. <laughs> because she's a good person. <sighs> All right, coming up, it's our last break of the day. It is, and if you don't believe it, stick around. <laughs> and of course, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only. Steve Harvey, coming up at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Steve, right before we get to your closing remarks, we have to remind Georgia that this is a very important election coming up. Here's the information for the Georgia Senate runoff date. Uh, You can request your absentee ballot right now because December 7th is the voter registration deadline in Georgia. Now, December 14th through the 31st, early voting. That's when you can early vote. And then January 5th of next year, 2021 is the actual election day. That is when we will go to the polls yet again and vote for Reverend Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff. We are sending them to the Senate. We're sending them to D.C., okay? So we can be even, an even (laughs) number of Republicans and Democrats and Vice uh, President-elect Kamala Harris will be the tiebreaker. And it would be a nice parting gift for Donald Trump. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, let me clarify something that I said in an earlier break, that I had a blessed year. I'm not uh, a, a person who's callous, and I do understand there's people who struggled this year. I'm, I'm very aware of that. All I was saying was I feel so blessed this year that I'm still alive, that my loved ones are here. And at the same time, I realize that everybody's loved ones ain't here. But the blessing in that is that you are. You know, nobody wants to lose a loved one. All of us on this show have suffered that loss. And I mean deeply close to us. Nobody wants that. But at the end of the day, I'm still grateful that I'm here, that God has spared me, that God has strengthened me and gave me the wherewithal and the, and the fiber and the strength to get through the difficult times. I've had a lot of bad news in 2020, but I ain't had no more bad news than nobody else. It's some people that had some horrific news in 2020. Somebody asked me one time in the middle of the pandemic, Man, this got to be the worst year of your life, wouldn't you say? I said, no. Not 2020 actually wasn't my worst year. He said, man, how could you say that? We ain't working right now. It's a pandemic. Brother, <laughs> if I could describe to you some years of my life, you, you, you would sit over here and feel the same gratitude I feel. But ain't that true about all of us, though? If you really take inventory of your life, as rough as 2020 has been, there are millions of us listening to this radio show that has that's had rougher years than 2020. I know we didn't lost some key people out there. I know some people have lost some key people, but I done lost some too. And I've had some rougher years. But through all of it, the part that I maintain is the fact that God has blessed me in spite of the things that life has happened to have thrown at us, of all the things life has tossed at you, don't you feel some sense of gratitude for the fact that he strengthened you and he gave you favor and he gave you mercy and grace and allowed you to survive it all? Don't you get it, man? Don't let the devil rob you of that moment of realizing that there is a blessing behind some of these moments of adversity. The devil's job is to make you think you ain't blessed. His job is to rob you of your destiny. His job is to make you not be able to see the good things that God has done by causing you to focus on only the things that's happening in your life that's negative. But I have news for you. Everybody has something negative going on in their life. 
every last one of us has something negative going on in our life. You're not the only one. But the devil will get up in your head and have you thinking yours is worse than anybody else's and you going through something that you can't believe because there ain't nobody else you know going through it. But there's somebody going through it. And there's somebody going through it way worse than you. So in spite of all of it, find the gratitude in 2020. I know it just seems like one big piece of bad news after the next. But there's some good in this, man. You just got to open your eyes and and become keenly aware of all the things God has done. God has been good to so many of you, man. So many of you, in spite of how it went. But how about how it could have went? Do you ever think about that sometimes? Because when it's going bad for me, you know what I have a tendency to do? I think, man, this could have been worse. If it wasn't for his grace and mercy, this could have actually been worse than it was. As bad as it is, as bad as it was, do you realize it could have been worse? Have you ever thought about as bad as it was and as bad as it is? Do you know that it could have been you? Have you ever thought about it, man? I do, and I get grateful. When I'm having down moments, I had one the other day, I caught myself and I started going over everything I was grateful for. Gratitude erases a lot of misery, man. But if you never take the time to become grateful, to show gratitude, you're gonna miss out on a lot of blessings, man. Because as the devil parks himself around you, and tries to get in your vision, your hopes, your dreams, your memory, and all of this, he will set it up to where you can't see actually what God is doing for you. Sometimes, man, you have to realize that in your moments of downness, in your moments of despair, that do you really realize that God is processing you? That he's actually preparing you for something you asked for? He just got to get you ready, got to get you seasoned. Some problems you face so he can teach you how to deal with them so when they come the next wave, you'll know how to cope with them. God is good, man. Don't ever lose sight of that. Please don't. Be grateful. God is good. He always has been. He always will be. Now let's get to the polls in Georgia and vote because he got to go and take them two seats with him. Amen. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 